Okay, and we're back. Yes, we are. For now. I'm just going to keep going with for now. Because yeah, it always well, seems let's to do that. be <laughs> something. There's always, always God. something. Uh, and if you miss us, check out the Facebook page. We try to put an explanation on there when we can. Yes. We'll put it like that. Yes. And not that it necessarily needs reminding. And, and in some minds, this is our fault for not being more committed. And I can, I can acknowledge that as well. Um, I could be committed. Oh, yeah. you meant committed to this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we Sorry. we do our dead level best to get together when we can. What we're not going to do is change our priorities away from What he's trying to friends, say is, families. Is, is we actually go through withdrawals when we don't get a chance to get together and talk. Yeah, it, it frets up. Look, for what it's worth, he's been here an hour. Yes. And we're just starting. And yes, we have phones. We have each other's numbers. And we, we could text, but... Uh, it's just and easier to do it real time. Normally, it's memes at lunch hour. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, there's a lot of people that know exactly when I go to lunch. <laughs> That's I'm one of them. I am very much yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh, this is Random Ramblings. I'm Josh. That's Kenny. I'm Kenny. That's Josh. That's correct. Um, and it's been a bit, uh, but yeah, this, a isn't news, bit. this we, isn't news to you guys. Yeah. We, and, and just to reiterate, uh, we had something set up, and... Now that we've gotten into the holidays, it's it's already difficult. How the, and how the hell are we even doing this right? in the holidays? Like, th- we, that's more of a shock to me we, than anything. That's when we should take our seasonal break. But no it seems kidding. to be when we start everything. <laughs> we started the podcast in December as well. But we had a... We had a yeah, right? <laughs> but we had a date. And uh, unfortunately, my, my sister-in-law passed away. Uh, and my wife had two sisters that were very much like 20 and 25 years older than her. Right. Uh, and it was just one of those cases of, um, I just, instead of, instead of coming over here, I felt like I needed to be at home. And that is the correct so, answer. And for those that question that, <laughs> we need to have, we can yeah, have, we a need to have a discussion. <laughs> we can have a very, very different conversation. But at any rate, in what happened after that, you would think it would just pass over to the next week, but she passed away like November 9th or 10th, somewhere in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, which my my wife's birthday was like the day after or the day before. I can't I can't re- that's sad. I can't remember what exact day we got the phone call. But so I had birthday celebrations to deal with. I had grieving to deal with, and then slam, it's Thanksgiving. I also uh, had a fair amount of illness run through our house. Nothing severe, just continuations of the same for one and uh little one's first significant illness which i'll say is not bad considering she's gonna be three in a couple of months <laughs> well it, the more she socializes outside of the house oh, yeah. and the family the more she's gonna bring in yep I, we were just genuinely surprised that at this time frame she's almost three and is just now Having her first stomach yeah, bug. We're pretty, very fortunate. Yeah, it's a pretty decent immune system right there. So uh-huh. it's that's actually a good thing. It is. It is. Very, very pleased with that um, in its own right. So. And speaking of youngins, I'm going to forewarn you. February, March, there might be some lapse time in podcast. <laughs> we will try to... Papa's uh, first is going to be on its way. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be a last minute thing. It's just going to be a case of, hey, dad, guess what's happening? Yeah. So... That's one of those, have you loaded up the camper already with like the non-perishables? The, the camper is ready to roll other than groceries <laughs> any day of the week. That's fair enough. Uh, and I'm, I'm, and I'm going to be honest, we, we're looking at an induction uh, because it's a high-risk pregnancy because my daughter has right. you know some things with her kidneys and we won't go any further than, than that. Um, so we're, we were looking at she might be induced. Right. So I started laughing and saying, hey, your doctor needs to go ahead and get that scheduled on a Friday. Right. And she looked at me and she says, I don't think that's how it's going to work. All right, give me your doctor's phone number yeah. so I can call yeah. and we can go ahead and get this scheduled. Uh, so You what, need to give him the link to the podcast so he knows how long it takes you to right. set up. <laughs> no shit. So... But we got news this week. We There was a baby appointment and she might be wrong about the due date based on the measurements. So either baby is advanced right, or my daughter's kind of wrong about her calculations, which all you ladies know, 
it's not a hundred percent accurate, no matter how how well you clock anything. Right. And I'll I'll, I'll keep it there. So she told us that, and, I, and she goes, "So you can expect a midnight phone call anytime." And I looked at my wife, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "I'm like, no, she's not that far off." We're talking uh, the the initial the due date according to my daughter is like the first part of March, like right around the third or fourth. Right. Um, the doctors are saying now that the induction date that they were looking at, which would have put her at the minimum, might be the actual due date. Oh, okay. I was so like, we're only talking about you know two to three weeks. Okay, I was just like but, uh, when you said expected midnight phone call, I'm like you could get up and go right now, and it'd be yet another thing. That and I missing. and I I laughed. I told my wife, I'm like, are you, are you prepared for hitching at nine o'clock at night? And my wife's like, and where the hell are you planning on parking it at nine o'clock at night? And I went, um, hospital parking lot until I get a spot. Damn right. And she looked at me, she goes, really? And I'm like, if need be, yes. I what said, are they going to do? You know Tow what? It? I, said, I'm, I bet I'm, you could move it before that happens. I said, I'm going to be real honest. It's like wherever I've got a spot that, that I can park it. Because if I drive up there because she calls at 2 a.m. and says she's in labor, I'm not going to drive home and get the camper. <laughs> it's either we're no. going to drive up there and we're going to stay at a campground, and we're going to stay for a couple of days, or we're going to drive up there, and we're going to stay overnight, then plan to come back up. I said, so you're going to have to make your choices. Do you want to be there the first couple of days and overnight and everything, or do you want to go up, be there for the birth, say hello, whatever, have a hotel stay for a night, and then come home? Because I can pack a go-back. That's not a problem. I can pack a go-back and uh, have it by the door. Right. And uh, she goes, I don't, you know, I don't really know. She goes, because a four-hour distance is not something that, you know, you really plan into this. And I told her, I'm like, well, we've got a couple of months. we got till February at least. And I said, if they decide to induce her early anyway, which those decisions are not going to be made till January, at least we'll know. Right. Because they'll pretty much tell her, oh, we want you in here on this date. And uh, so, yeah, there there might be some, some vacancies in February. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, the camper stays ready to roll. I mean, it would be, honestly, if, if the phone call were to come in at about six in the morning, I would hitch. Right. Because out, by the time you, know, you get there, but, stuff's over. Yeah, because honestly, I would probably just not even worry about food. I would just make sure that, like, my CPAP's in there and, you know, right. we've got toiletries in there because those are the things that aren't always in there is food, toiletries, and, like, my CPAP. I would make sure all that's in there. I would hitch and probably head up at 6 a.m. and start making phone calls on the highway to right. see where I can, I, can, I can park the thing. Because in all honesty... If I'm parking away, I'm going to be parking south of where she's going to, of the hospital. So right. if that's first, I can just go in, I can get the thing off the back of the truck, come back and set it up later. Right. Uh, cause that, that, and that's my actual plan. If we were to get a phone call like that and, and it's like morning, like five or six in the morning, we're going to take off with the camper. Start calling the favorite campgrounds. I mean, we're already working on the list. That way we can call as we're headed north. And, you know, the first one that says, yeah, I've got a vacancy, which in February is not going to be a difficult issue. The first one that says, yeah, I've got a vacancy, we're going to tell them, well, we're on the road now. This is what's going on. We will be there X number of minutes or hours and just literally go in, level the thing, not even worry about the shorelines and stuff. Just level it, get to the hospital because I can actually trickle back. You know, once we get there and it's like, oh, we're going to be a few hours. All right, darling, you stay here. Dad's going to go right. Go hook the camper up because I'm going to need something to do other than pace the hallways anyway. Right. And you Th- also That's how don't, doctors get punched. Right. And you, you also <laughs> don't know because there's a lot of rules that made it in during the big disease mm-hmm. that are still in place. So you don't know how many people can be in the waiting room and and stuff like that. So if it turns into a, hey, we can't have all of you in the waiting room. I've got a mobile house to go set up, so I'll be right. back. Somebody just text me. When it's my turn. When it's my turn. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean it's like don't get me wrong, I don't want to be in the hospital. I don't want to be right there so I can see her the first few minutes of her life. But in all honesty, her, uh the baby daddy, the pseudo son in law, whatever the hell I want to call him this week, and my wife are probably gonna be the ones that get to see her first. Sure. And having been through this, I realize there's there's going to be a, a lapse in babies here, and oh, y'all can all come in and see the baby, right? 
Uh, and the more I have to do to keep my mind occupied, the better. So if I have to shuffle back to a campground and, and finish setting up the house, that's fine by me. Um, and we've already got it set up. We've got a neighbor to, uh, to, to deal with our puppy just in case. So that way we don't have to necessarily make sure that, that he's in the camper and the camper's hooked up to the facilities. We can be in a hurry. Right. So we've, we've already got somebody that, that can come and, and tend to the dog. A uh, matter of fact, she's pretty much offered to just come get him and take him, uh, for whatever, how long we're gone. So, but we're hoping we got the ability to plan a little bit, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I, and I say that, and all of you out there going, oh, no, 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 you're not going to know that. Yeah, true, but we're kind of, we're actually hoping for the induction. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so that we can, uh, it's going to be a week from Thursday, Dad. All right, fine, thanks. I'll be up there on Wednesday night. <laughs> I'd plan for Wednesday morning. Well, I, I'd plan for Wednesday morning, because if we get a cancellation or it's right. like, so... This one, cleared, yeah, and you can't. This one cleared the runway a little sooner, so come and on. And what's funny is everybody's like, "Oh, well, this one took so long," and I'm like, "Yeah, but she's got an aunt that had two labor pains with her first pregnancy." Jeez. And they're like, "What? Yeah, you know, y'all are actually talking about oh, the, to to get potato to gun. get the to get the." Uh, to get the pseudo grandson here, to get little man here, they're talking like, "Oh, it will took this long," and I'm like, "You know, y'all do realize that's not the baby that determines how long it takes. It's the mom's body, right? It, the mom's body is evicting the baby. The baby's not saying, "I don't want to be in here anymore." The mom's body is saying, "Time to go." Right. Uh, so y'all, y'all understand that it's her genetic history, and my wife was only in labor for about six hours with her. No. So, in all honesty, I, I'm i hoping that I've got at least the first half of that to get the camper up the road. <laughs> but there's that possibility because someone else in my wife's family had, like, two labor pains with their first child. So, there's that possibility that my daughter could call and go, hey, my water's broke. And then 30 minutes, I mean, before I even get out of my driveway, hey, the baby's here. Oh, well, in that case, <laughs> we'll just wait an hour or two and put some food in the camper first. <laughs> right. But yeah, that and that's one of the glory sides of camping is I can go with the clothes that I keep in the camper, sure, and just throw my toiletries in there real quick. The only thing I absolutely have to do is either bring the dog and dog food, or set up like I've like I've done, or I, I definitely have to put my CPAP in there. I can go to Walmart and buy deodorant and toothpaste, toothbrushes. I I can get sure. those things. Uh, with, without any issue whatsoever, and food, okay, big deal. Buy the small packages of, of everything mm-hmm. and be done with it. So I, it it's a long process when there's a planned trip. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I promise you, I, could, I got the nicest doghouse on the – actually, not, not really. Uh, there's a couple of really nice campers up the road from me. My neighbor's got a really cool one, too, so I don't have the nicest – I don't have the nicest doghouse on the block anymore. Can't really – claim that one that's okay you're happy with it yeah that's uh, all we love it that's all that matters anyway that that my my favorite (laughs) so speaking of of camping um my wife and i have decided that that's we're doing other things first we want to do home repair home maintenance and then maybe we'll dabble in the idea especially because we want the little one to get a little older uh we may consider a, a rental at some point down the road but that's actually a great first the, way to go um for the most part we were making some changes here around the house but we were talking with my family we were all there we were all together and um they kind of looked at me funny like why would you like you've never expressed and i was like they're like you don't you're not asleep in a tent kind of person and i went I think it's time I educate you a little. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I pulled up a TikTok of one, and I made sure they saw the price that was on the sticker on the show. And I was like, and they go, no shit. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was, and I was like, now, this is a fifth wheel. Yeah. This is a different animal. What I would like to do is meow with the Class A motorhome. And they go, that's nicer than in my house. Yes. Uh, they, I don't think, I think that's what got my neighbors sparked. They were tent mm-hmm. camping and uh, we did a lake trip and this particular campground, you can have the RV, two cars and two tents on your site. And that doesn't include the, like, the easy up tent for shade. 
Yeah. So, you know, we're talking two camping tents, not the not the easy up tents. And that's their rules. And I had booked a relatively large site. And I was like, well, I wanted, I wanted my buddy from work to go because uh, he loves going to the lake and fishing. And he's a good time when he's at the lake. And he's also a damn good cook. So when the two of us get together on the grills and everything, it's, it's a really good time. The aunt and uncle were going this time. So I just, I, neighbors, hey, why don't y'all pack your tent and come on with us? And at first he was like, yeah, well, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, you can fish from the shoreline. We're not going to stop you from fishing. We're not going to stop you from taking your boat. And I promise you, nobody's going to beg to go out on your boat. We're all the type of people that are like, that's that's your piece of equipment. If you want us out on it, you'll invite us. Right. That's the way we are. And he goes, well, I got to deal with, you know, like bringing everything to cook. I mean, you don't have to bring anything to cook on, dude. So I told him what all was going to be there. And he goes, you're kidding me. I'm like, bring your tent. Bring your tent. Bring your family. So send him the... The stuff, the uh, reservation. And he's like, oh, well, you can't have but two cars there. And he goes, you're going to have that car, and you're going to have yours. You're going to have your buddy from work. And I looked at him, and I'm like, we're, we're going to actually attach you to the other campsite that the aunt and uncle are are renting. So, you know, anybody says anything, we'll move your car up there for right. nighttime, but you're going to put your tent down there with me. He goes, oh, okay. Well, and they decided to only come for one night. Well, they came early the morning that they were coming. Well, everybody converged to help them unload their car. Because they want everybody you to enjoy helped, the day. Yeah, everybody helped them get their stuff set up. And then we took off to having fun, swimming and fishing and this and that and the other. And uh, All us guys went to um, a, a very popular by that lake fishing gear store just for the sake of it. We were having a blast. The food was there. Everything was set up. And they had a really great time. But I think the kicker was they had the tent, but because we had the house sitting there, when they realized how convenient, uh huh, and you know the fact that you know we don't worry about rain, they had already canceled two two camping trips that year, this year already because of of weather, and when they realized we didn't have to worry about all that, it was two weeks later that man was bringing a camper home, <laughs> and now they're hooked. We had them camping at Thanksgiving. Nice. Well, we didn't have them camp. They decided to go camping at Thanksgiving, and they. They were actually kind of they they they're kind of hooked. Hey, they're they're really enjoying having their first camper, so it's a lot of fun. Can't wait because there's there's going to be I know there's going to be some lake trips. Yeah, uh, and then now they'll come the whole weekend, not just one night, because they don't have to wait and see what the weather's going to be. Sure, and uh, and that's what they were saying. They were like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because we didn't have to worry about it. is it going to rain. I'm like, yeah, now you know why we book our trips in advance. Okay, it rains, it dampens the outside games, but we can go find other stuff to sure. do. Yeah, your your camper's not, but so large for for family games and stuff. But you know, ours the way it's designed, we've got recliners and stuff in there. So if we get a rain day, we watch movies. Right. Uh, we've got a, a a nice table that's just that they can sit. We can play cards, board games, whatever. And and we told them it's like when you're there with a group and you get a rainy day, everybody just piles into a camper and hangs out, or we figure out where to go spend the day. Those are the times that we go find restaurants and museums and things. And there's always something somewhere. So you're, you're looking. I say rent one just to make sure before yeah. you go. Cause because of what you want to do, that's a huge investment. My first one was a tag along. But I also have training and am not scared to pull anything, blah, right. blah, blah. But, you know, it. I say rent it first. It, especially if you want to start it at that level. Before you go spend that kind of money. Oh, sure. Because you go spend that kind of money and it's like, oh, crap, I don't like driving this. Or, oh, this ain't as fun as we thought it was going to be. You're stuck. Right. But anyway, and a lot no, of people it's... don't realize you can rent those things. Well, it one Robin one Robin Williams movie is enough to make you go, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I want to do that. And that movie is on DVD in my camper. We yeah, watch it. Well. That is one of the ones that we have in the camper for us to watch because we think it's hilarious because as as overstated as those problems are, they are those, actually they problems. are actually problems. <laughs> They're just way overstated. <laughs> my, I will put it to you like this. My fear, the wide joint. <laughs> I fear the wide joint in that movie so bad that entire like I'm more than content to just let it all drain out on the ground before I my, before I have a wide joint moment. My, my I neighbor, would lose my shit. My neighbor come to me literally when he told me that he was buying it. He he come to me and he goes, 
I want you to go with me to pick it up so we buy the right stuff. And I looked at him. I'm like, you'll have a list in an hour. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I, I don't want to be there for your final paperwork signing and all that. I don't want to be in your truck the day you bring it home. None of that. I said, I will make you a list. So when you bring the camper home, we'll get online. We'll talk to Mr. Bezos. We'll take care of the list. Well, I sent him the list. And what I get back is, no, nah, I'm just going to sit with you and do this. Okay, that's fine. Um, I don't have a problem with that. And he goes, why is it some things have a have a name beside them in parentheses? Dude, there are some things that you definitely want that brand of. Right. I said, there, there are areas in which you can cut cost and do, for lack of a better term, store brand. There are areas in which you better put the money out. <laughs> I'm like... I'm going to tell you now, this sewer hose is one of those things in which you better just go ahead and put the money out (laughs) because you don't know. I've stepped on my sewer hose. I have crinked it and kinked it, and it does not leak. I have hooked three of them together. The brand sewer hose I use does not drip, does not leak. And by the way, the Y-joint, that was awesome for that movie, but you only really use it if you have two waistlines. And some campers have two waistlines. For the record, I wouldn't care why I didn't use it. I fear that piece of plum. I've I fear that plumbing fixture. All right, so when you I, know what? At my last job, we sold those it, for different industrial purposes. I hated selling them. All right, that movie, I have never done it. Never been in that situation. Selling them, I would. Me. I would also like to point out that the hillbilly that gave him the Y joint is also one Doctor Reed Spencer from. Criminal Minds. Correct. <laughs> Which was Correct. weird watching him talk with an exaggerated hillbilly accent. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a couple of actors that I've I've watched go into different roles and go, wow. Like, for example, um, <laughs> Daniel Craig moving yes. from 007 to, oh, I've blanked on the movie. Yep, I love it when that happens. Don't you just oh. love it when the elevator just shuts down right here, right it's, now? It's the no one, more hydraulic fluid to your pump. It's the one. <laughs> it's the one that talks about um, committing a robbery at Talladega. Oh, <laughs> and where he's like the bomber that they break out of jail yeah. to to pull off this heist. But it's it's still Daniel Craig as a dumb redneck with a neck tattoo, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me i don't understand um it. one of the ones i one of my favorite movies to watch as just a pastime is the fifth element and Fair when enough. you when you realize that <laughs> gary gary oldman both plays the bad guy in the fifth element and he's serious black when you put that he's together, also Commissioner Gordon, right? <laughs> it's, the man he's, is phenomenal. But he's also the guy for the Book of Eli. He's yeah. the villain of the Book of Eli. I yeah. love Gary the, Oldman. The man is phenomenal, and it's like he just comes in and takes a role, and he just whatever it does. I don't think it matters to him. Well, whatever about, he has to do to be the character, he just takes the role and does it. How about Ralph Fiennes as Voldemort? No kidding. Good in God. some of the other places I've seen him. <laughs> he it's, was in the Kingsman. Yeah. I uh, mean, he was in like, 007 too. Yeah. I mean, it's like one minute it's like, really? You are the ugliest thing on the... Who's that? Wait, yeah. that voice is familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were watching... Uh, oh, Downton Abbey. We were yep. watching that. That's actually a really good show. But we were watching that and walks in on, on screen is the hated, hated woman from Harry Potter. And she comes in as a member of the family and she's all sugar and spice and nice and proper (laughs) and everything. And my wife and her sitting over going, wait a minute, that's that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's one of the reasons I like watching credits and stuff. If you listen to the podcast, you'll understand, you'll know that. I mean, Josh and I both love watching the credits and going to IMDB. It is, it is very, it is a lot of fun. And because of, we have to go into Alan Rickman. Oh, <laughs> Dogma. God rest if you've soul. not watched Dogma, oh my you God. need to. Yes. Um, but another one, what we've Wait been minute. doing recently. Which one in particular from Dogma? His, his character. Okay, okay. All right. I just, his I was character. making sure. It Actually, was his. that was back when Affleck and uh, Damon. Damon were doing a lot of movies together, and they were a pretty good duo. Jason Lee uh, did a phenomenal job in that movie. But I, I like Rickman's ability to just be bland. <laughs> or be over the top because he's also the villain in that favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. 
But anyway, I you know what? We're stopping right here. We are pausing right here. <laughs> oh lord! Because here there we is go. I oh, no crud. no I started something no, now. No, it's just funny, and and everything happens for a reason. This week, during one of my morning shows, that bit of information was at the source of a poll question. And the poll question that surveyed multiple people, Uh and I was given this information organically. I did not go hunting. It was offered to me on a silver platter. Now, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now, to each their own opinion-wise, you can be wrong if you'd like. You are welcome to that decision. But by the base of this poll, it is not Q Maury Povich, it is not a Christmas movie. Send the lady running down the hallway with the camera crew. It is not a Christmas movie. And I'll I'll say it by Hallmark standards, no. Thank you. That's all I need. But that but that's I'm gonna give it to you under those circumstances. By that's Hallmark all, standards. That's the circumstance no. I need. <laughs> that is the window. That movie couldn't happen. Yes, well, it I'm could. gonna be I'm gonna be really honest with you. They it was done at Christmas time. It was re- originally released at Christmas time, so it's going to be associated. I and I understand a lot of the Harry Potters come out at Christmas. It's going to be associated. That was another one that was discussed: Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. A lot Not of a the Star movie. Trek movies came out, yes, at Christmas. But see, here's the thing: a lot of movies will will premiere in the Thanksgiving Christmas time frame because people are off work and have kids and need to have something to do. I. So totally it's, I mean, it's, it's perfect rationale. marketing, but here's the thing. What, what makes this fun? One, the debate that's going to be of going course. on for forever makes it fun. But two, it gives a new generation every year a chance to see an old favorite because let's face it. Die Hard is going to be one of those movies that are, it's just going to always be around. Yep. So why not? Let's just have a little fun with it and roll. So, and, I, <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to play my own devil's advocate here a bit because this survey also said Home Alone is not a Christmas movie, to which I will beg to differ. But the argument that my buddies make about Die Hard being a the Christmas only thing movie, missing by Hallmark standards for Home Alone is a love story. I that I totally agree that. But again, those bandits chose to be or chose to do that during the holiday. Yes. So to me, that still keeps it as a Christmas movie, whereas, I still stand by this, no, there would not have been a Christmas party at that particular building at that particular time, but any holiday, you would have that crew be available. July 4th, Memorial Day, Labor Day. That's Well, that you situation have that, for Home Alone could have been at any given holiday. Uh, again, if it wasn't for... If it was not for the bandits acknowledging well, Christmas time being prime time. So here we go. Here we go. Lethal Weapon, the first one. That one was also dropped referenced at Christmas. on the list. It dropped at Christmas and it started at the opening scene was in a Christmas tree lot. <laughs> I know. I know. But here's the thing. I I like I said, I I think I think the fun part of this is that it stays alive because of the debate. So when you have somebody new come in on it and go, what? What movie? What's this? What? What? And then they go watch it. Now you've, you've got the movie is still alive. And, right. and, and every movie we've just named are classics. Uh, now, the other network, and since I've actually said Hallmark, I'll say Freeform, that does Christmas all December right. long... I think they play Die Hard. I know they play Home Alone. Mm-hmm. But they pick a week. Each week they have a different one, and it was a mainstream movie, a headlining movie that they'll play every night, starting at a certain time for a couple of times throughout sure. the night. And then they play all the Christmas specials. So when you look at their lineup, I think sometimes they're going on popular opinion. <laughs> not as to yeah. whether or not it actually yeah. is. But you know what? And, and I like the network for doing that because it's kind of fun. Because it's like, I mean, I own, my favorite Christmas specials, I own them. Oh, yeah. Went out and bought them, I own them. But sometimes I'm sitting there with the remote and I'm like, well, I can get up and go get the DVD. Or I can talk into my remote and see where it is. 
So that's that's the current problem that I've had this year is just this past week, and we're early December, obviously, is my wife brought home the book adaptation, the children's book adaptation of the stop-motion Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ooh. One of the best. To me, one of the best holiday movies, period. I think it was Golden Books that put that out there. I have that copy. Golden, we have the Golden Books copy. So, and yes, it does have the Burl Ives Snowman nice. that narrates it. It's, it's a phenomenal book. We have those ornaments. I bought the whole kit oh, before God, a certain I'm store with the so... first letter of my initial in it closed. The first letter of my, the first. Nope. The first initial of my name. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to now, say. I know what you meant. I'm trying to place the store. Oh, the blue light special, dumbass. Okay. That yeah, was, okay. That, that was the letter the, I was going for. That was the only one I was thinking of, but I didn't remember a time where they would do only like that special editions. That was my... Uh, they always struck me as a It wasn't done as a store. special edition. Uh, okay. Honestly, was not done as a special edition at... That was one of my favorite places to shop when it was still here. Sure. And at Christmas time, a lot of times when they they would put out last, they were one of the first stores to put out last year's stuff at the beginning right. of Christmas and put it on sale. So a lot of times when all the stuff was going out, I'd go there and I happened to find a packet from the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, there was I'm no so jealous. no like numbering or anything, but it the Bumble Rudolph, mm. uh, the mom, the dad, mm-hmm. Clarice. The snowman, all of it was in there, and I'm sitting over looking at it, and there was nothing special in the package or anything. And I'm sitting over there, and you know, my daughter was just a few years old, and we we were trying our best to make sure she was raised on these, which is why we owned them. And we're, I'm like, I've got to have this for the tree. <laughs> I just got to have this for the tree. Uh, but and Yukon, Yukon Cornelius, he's in there. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> And I think I've watched all the Grinch movies, by the way. Every time they remake it, I watch it. Right. It, it doesn't matter. It, it's like, oh, it's a Grinch movie. Really? They're going to remake it again? Yes, they're going to remake it again, and I'm going to watch it again <laughs> uh, because it's the Grinch. Yeah, and, no, and I'm, I'm with you on all that. But what we found was we, she has so taken to, the, to that book just in the last few days. I, I know I personally have read it four times to her, which is great. I wouldn't trade that for the world. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. My wife has read it as many or more. My mother has read it at least twice. So she's all in, and I'm like, I want her to watch the movie. It's I, I understand streaming services keeping things alive. However, there are times where it is a money grab, and they buy it just yes. so nobody else does, so you have to subscribe to them. And I fundamentally am against that concept. I understand why. I just hate it. Yeah, and it's I, currently on a platform that I don't have, and so I and yes, just could buy, I have watched it, it from somewhere else? That's that is my plan. I mean, honestly, we own it on DVD, and I will probably always have a DVD player. Which you have a gaming system, so you will so always, always have, have a DVD, DVD player, Blu-ray correct. player. So buy it on something. I, that is my it, plan. Whatever. We bought those early on. Uh, mm-hmm. They. I started buying those with my first DVD player. Yep. Um, because one, I loved them. Two, my child was young, and I wanted to make sure she got to see them. And I was scared to death they would they would come off there. I, I got the Charlie Brown three packs at Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Christmas right there. Right. And we bought all of the ones that you're talking yep. about uh, from Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph, Santa Claus, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. I can sing the songs. And oh, it Lord, was a yeah. lot of fun because Little Man was in for Thanksgiving and they wanted to go out and play a little bit with friends, which is fine. Leave Little Man with us. Go out. Have some fun with your friends while you're in town. And what I did was I played Rudolph and Frosty back to back, and that was the rule. This is your downtime before bed. You're going to get these two movies. And I get this, can I have hot chocolate? Of course you can have hot chocolate. You're at Papa's house. Uh-huh. And that's what we did. We watched those two Christmas specials back to back. Put him to bed. He slept all night long. And it and and I and I walked away with a smile on my face because that was a night at my house when I was in around his age because right. we knew what day and time it was coming on. Yep. And we watched and it. We planned. And then it was off to bed. But the the nights that we knew it was on before. Not necessarily before. Yeah, you know what? Probably before the v, first VCR went in the house. 
we we would look at it in the newspaper, figure out what was on, like the the yeah. listing in the paper, and we knew what night it was. And my mom would tell us, "It's like if we're written stay on the calendar. It, yep, <laughs> if we're gonna stay up and watch it, you got to get through all your homework." And, yep. do, and we did. We flat flew through that shit, boy. Yep. We were done and ready, and and the whole nine. We it's had it. hot chocolate. We had cookies. We. Bought, we had all of the the holiday fair. Yeah, and I bought, it was wonderful. I bought the uh, Polar Express when it came out. I oh. bought Jim Carrey's uh, A Christmas Carol is one of my favorites. So I will admit I have not watched. You that need version. to, and it's on Disney. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It is a I Disney don't. movie. You need to watch it. I just I just haven't. It's not that I ha- for, I'm avoiding it. I just haven't. for some reason that I one have, to me came out. I missed the release of that one. For some reason, I've always been. I've always liked. That story, I read it before I ever saw one on TV, and I think I have watched every version of it. And there are a lot, but Jim Carrey's is my by far my favorite. And I told my wife, I think it's because the animation part uh-huh. of it, and it's CGI animation. I think mm-hmm. the animation part of it makes it look real enough, mm-hmm. but the special effects are phenomenal because it's CGI an- animation. Right. And they got to be a little bit more detailed mm-hmm. into the story. And for me, that was just amazing in itself. But that, And I've already watched both of those. And it's funny because it's like, oh, it's not November, it's not December yet. I'm not going to put my Christmas lights up. Oh, wait a minute, Polar Express. <laughs> it's like, so but, I'm I'm the same way when it comes to uh, the see for me, my my top three. And again, to each their own, and there are no wrong answers here. To be honest, my top three, um, uh, the Christmas Story, from where yeah. Ralphie and all that. That one is one. Muppet Christmas Carol is two. They did a fine job there, and I they put it just, on a child. They put it on a child's level, which makes it yes. even better. And then number three for me, and it's and I, it's not necessarily the popular opinion, but it's it's the Rudolph, the stop motion Rudolph. And and again, if if there's three and three A, the Polar Express is with Tom Hanks is is the three three A. The stop motions. The stop motions, honestly, Rudolph and Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. Those two top my list on the stop motions. Um, I would be interested, so any executive in movie land that might accidentally run across this, I would be interested to see what a CGI version of Frosty would be. I wouldn't mind Ooh. seeing that remade with a twist or someone else's version of it however you want to do it. I mean, it's all based on a song. You got to be real careful though because it gets re- it could get real dark I mean, you're, real fast. I mean, we're, I'm talking it's going to have to be the crew at Disney to do this probably. Ooh. But I I wouldn't mind seeing what somebody would do to remake that or remake Rudolph for that matter. I just But there I've noticed ooh. that there are some classics they just won't touch. I'm really appreciative of that because I've also, and you and I have vented about this, that we really wish they'd fucking stop because you're ruining good stuff. And I think that's my fear here. I think hopefully there's somebody at those organizations going, there's some crackpot in the back room going, we should totally do that. And they're going, no, 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 no. We will not be typecast as ruining this. I thought Jim Carrey as the Grinch was going to be a bad idea. I get that. But it turns out Jim Carrey is good enough to pull that off and make you want to watch it again. Now, they they did an okay job with that. They really did. And I enjoy watching Jim Carrey's version. But the people that did, did the latest animation of it with, uh, I think, Cumberbatch played the Grinch. Benedict Cumberbatch, yep. Because they changed the story a little bit, it actually turned out to be really, really good. So I don't know. It 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 just depends, and you're right. It depends on who gets it, and I I think they would have to be really really c- careful when they're reading the screenplay as to whether or not it's going to happen. Oh, you got to look on your. So face. I did I did a quick Google search because for some reason uh, we were talking oh. about we were talking about Gary Oldman earlier, yeah. and for some reason, and I I don't think so, but at my moment was was he in that was he in that Grinch movie, and. I, while I did not get a direct answer, and I would require more, I would do, I would need to do more research to confirm that point, which is not relevant to this podcast. 
there was... There's nothing what, relevant to this podcast. No. <laughs> the question was put up here that people asked, because they give you that people also ask thing. What other actors were considered for the Grinch? There were two other folks, and I am very much intrigued. Eddie Murphy was one. Ooh. I'm 50-50 on Eddie, because Eddie is either really good or really out there. Yes. He, he lives on two extremes, and I'm afraid yes. that he may have lived on the wrong extreme for that one. The other, Nicholson. Eh. Right? See, eh. Eh. I don't, like, I guess I give him he would have done. He would have been. He would have been great for the the darker side of the Jim Carrey version. Because there's a darker side in there. They just make it really, really funny. Right. I don't know if he'd have had the ability to just let go and be a damn fool. And that's where Jim Carrey wins. Because for some strange reason, at the end of the day, he just has this ability to go, hey, I'm going to take this. And I mean, I wonder sometimes if the conversation isn't like this. Hey, you know, Mr. Director, I've got an idea. <laughs> so I would say if they remade it again, which I hope they will at some point, Ryan Reynolds needs to do it. <laughs> Oh, that would be. You or, know what? Actually, let's just do let's just do uh, Deadpool doing a Christmas movie, dressing up like the Grinch. Sign me up. <laughs> I mean, let's oh just, my god! So, I'm at but, this point now that I'm beginning but, to think Ryan Reynolds could play Deadpool, being an actor, playing other things in the movie. The fourth wall implications are so amazing. <laughs> all right, so I, again. Now you all also know he is my pedestal. That is that is where I base most Man of my crush. humor. Yes. <laughs> now, I would like to offer a perspective on Nicholson as the Grinch based off of your hesitation, because if you haven't seen it, it may change your mind. Anger management. No, I haven't. Okay. He is Adam Sandler is his co-star in that movie, and he is the therapist that is tasked with helping Adam Sandler get over what is 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 directed to him as you need to go through anger management. Dude has one moment and they put him in anger management and Nicholson plays his therapist, but it's done in such a different way. I think if you saw that movie, it may change your take on whether he could be just aloof and have fun. I don't know. I think... Honest, I've I've watched a lot of Nicholson stuff, including The Shining, which is typically not something that's on on my radar. No, but I I think he's gonna always be the Joker for me, which is unfortunate because every time I see him in anything, I see hints of the Joker. Every time I see Keaton in anything, I see hints of Batman. Right. So it's and some, even in Jack Frost. Yeah, even in Jack Frost. <laughs> I didn't much care for. I didn't care I didn't for Jack Frost. I didn't. That's why I feared the Frosty remake because uh, that movie I exists. Didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care for that at all. Um, but I, I think it. I think if they stick to the storyline of the song, mm. there's a way to expand. I mean, if you can take one line out of a Star Wars movie and make an entire movie that I think, well, I'm not going to quote it because it may not have, but it, everybody I talk to. Likes Rogue One best of all of the new stuff that's been put out. You know why I like Rogue One the best? They actually they that got is, in there. You know what? They did it. You know what that movie is? You know what that movie is? That movie is the epitome of fuck around and find out. Yeah. That that movie is the beginning. Like there's so much yeah. unanswered and through the entire nine movie stretch. So for that one was truly. Fuck yeah. around and find out. That one I had mean, a they beginning, I middle, watched, and end. I watched that and it went off, and I literally God. just, I, I kind of looked at the TV and I went, "Many Bothans died to bring us this information." <laughs> and and my wife looks at me and she goes, "What?" I literally <laughs> went through and showed her yes. in the original where that line was, and she looked at me and she goes, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "Yeah, we just got a backstory." From like 1970 something, and it was amazing. And she just looks at me. And she goes, "We're gonna have to watch that again." And I'm like, "Whoa, wait, you you want to see that? Hey, wait a minute." But I mean, here's the thing: for a fan, I don't care if you're the all out like you are, where that is your sci fi franchise, I, I'm, or I, if you're <laughs> just just oh, I'm just discovering it thanks to Disney. And but for a fan. 
that is the backstory. You're yes. right. It, it's the end all. And here's another one. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Disney has actually been doing a fun time, having a fun time with some of their villains. Yes. The Maleficent movies, uh-huh. awesome. Cruella, phenomenal. Yep. Because getting the backstory on Cruella, phenomenal. And they did a phenomenal job with it. I can't say that word enough about that movie. I've watched it about five times now. So I would like to... It will not rain on your parade, but I'm going to let my nerd hang out a little bit. Okay. As long as it's just your nerd. It is. Just the nerd. Uh, The statement that you made, many Bothans died to bring us this information. I would like to have you know that there was... I like tabletop role-playing games, Dungeons & Dragons, stuff like that. I enjoy playing. There's a Star Wars. There have been multiple Star Wars renditions that were listed as canon for a while. Now, there's been some alterations, and you know how that goes. Uh, and by for those that don't necessarily know the term canon, it's approved as part of the story. Right. Bothan is actually a race. Nice. It is actually a race. And you know what? They're dog people. Sweet. They are dog people. They, they're not, but they, they kind of have that. Coyote. They have that wily well, coyote a, there, face. There's a there's a race in uh, Star Trek that's cat-ish. Right. So yeah. Well, I mean, in, look at the Star Wars universe. There's aliens of every well, shape, back type, color. Back when they had to do it with you know, right. You had makeup to use and makeup. latex. So right. it's not like they could CGI something so, in. So so the first time I played, I was like, is that what they meant when they said offense? <laughs> and then I you go back and look through the movies and you're like. There's not the first dog person anywhere. And so so then to see that movie and then people make that statement, I, I always love going, not the first dog person in the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, obviously, no one would have, would have wanted to watch Avatar meet Star Wars because that's what you'd have had to do to make that happen. I have, I've yet to watch Waterworld. Uh Avatar, Waterworld, or whatever. Underwater Avatar, whatever the name of it is. I've murdered that and I apologize. (laughs) I watched, I did not watch Avatar, the first Avatar movie, until it's been less than five years since I've seen it. I went to the theater to see it because it was really played up and I really enjoyed it. I own it, Uh, but I just haven't, and I have it on my playlist. But again, the weather's been nice. The weather's been nice all the way up to today. The weather's been nice. So I've been doing outdoor stuff. I did not just fall in love with Avatar. Is it beautiful? Is it made? Did it deserve all of the accolades for the beauty and the production? Absolutely. Am I invested in that story? Not in the slightest. Uh, well, I'm going to go with apparently I'm not either, or I would have already watched the sequel. Like I mean, I, it's like Shazam. Had a great time watching the first one. I've yet to watch the sequel. Right. Like it, it just it did not endear me to it. Yeah, it just yeah, didn't. I get that. I I understand and, and that. Again, I get that. To each their own. But I just, I just don't. I it's one of those I don't understand the draw. Well, sometimes I just don't. Well, get sometimes it. for me, like I guess the hype for that one was the special effects that that were involved. Right. And sometimes for me, I'm on board I, for that. I'll pass go out spend the trophy. The yeah, I'll go spend, pass out the trophy. I'll go spend the money to go to the theater just because the special effects are on point. Yep. Um. And, and that's where we get. I can circle back around to that faded ship, Titanic. That movie, James Cameron's version of it, was absolutely phenomenal when it comes to the to the special effects. But I I wasn't I wasn't into the story that he was presenting. I was into the story of the boat itself. Right. That's the story I was into. I studied so the boat before the movie. Came I kept out. I kept missing the rest of all that. Right. You know. I I, I kept missing that. So I watched it three times for no real reason. But I'm going to tell you what. Uh, now I just go straight to the part where the boat sinks because that was phenomenal. So, <laughs> that was so, awesome. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. And that's why this podcast exists, by the way. My, my sister had it on VHS. Well, that was one of the first that was a two VHS set. Oh, so yes, gu- yes, it was. Guess what, boys and girls? Seven thousand hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> boys and girls for the one who weren't around to see the VHS version of that, where it's now all on one DVD. <laughs> right. VHS one ends <laughs> with the iceberg. Right. <laughs> so if you <laughs> me, who is a lover of action movies. 
I got everything I needed. I just started with dick. I started with tape two. My sister was like, you watch the whole movie? I said, hell no. I started with tape two. I want to watch people die. <laughs> I just wanted to see his version because every, every, every version prior to that, of course, the special effects technology didn't exist. Right. But they also thought the boat sank as a whole. Right. You know what? Other, you know so what? I mean, you know, they actually did a raising the Titanic movie in which they brought the thing up and t- tugged it into into port because they were able to seal the tiny hole that caused the whole boat to float. And then all of a sudden, we find the thing in the eighties, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, guess what? You, you ain't bringing that." <laughs> it back. was it, it. It was a huge hole. <laughs> it was, like several panels actually peeled away. We were pretty sure the rivets failed. I mean, and it's like, and and then they're like, and the boat's in two halves, and everybody's like, "What? Miles apart, <laughs> right?" <laughs> like you got lucky to find the first one, then you found the second half. Yeah, like, I mean, bro, <laughs> that guy cashed in all his luck finding that boat. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll give you another gonna, movie for, for somebody that was some for somebody that was here when it was found and all the newspaper articles mm. and uh, yeah, National Geographic was was a different channel then. But the movie, the specials, I watched all of that. I, I got the I got the the newspapers. I read all of that. That was a pretty exciting time. That's amazing to find it. And as as the information has come over the years, as the information has just kept coming over the years, it it it's really put a lot of conspiracy theory to rest. Uh-huh. And it has actually explained a lot of things because from the wreckage, thanks to today's technology, they're able to see things and see, oh, oh, this must have actually happened. They're they're almost able to recreate it. And James Cameron come the closest. Uh, yep. And that and that was said by the people that have studied the mm-hmm. wreck that James Cameron was coming the closest. And that and that was my appeal to the whole movie. Uh, and he actually well, <laughs> put it out there before he started. He actually put it out there that he he was trying to go through the pictures and and everything he could find on the original boat to make his sets as period appropriate mm-hmm. and as perfect to what the. So when I'm watching the movie, I'm looking behind everything that's right. going on, going, "Wow, that is a grand staircase." Right. Gee whiz. And then there's some point where it's like, wait a minute, that's Victor Newman from The Young and the Restless. What's he? <laughs> you know, so it, it yeah. actually took me three times to realize that there was a Jack and a Rose. <laughs> right. right. And and there was a story there. And it's like, it's like the first time when she pushed him off the boat. And it's like, at that point in time, it was like, that's a good place for you, Leo. Bye. Right. And then, and I actually, I love the memes on Facebook. There was room on that door for two people. Yeah. Have you ever tried to jump up on a raft in the middle of the ocean? I mean, come Full, on. Fully clothed, <laughs> freezing water. Like, I understand every bit of that, and there was a good chance that they would have both fallen off. But you do have the counterweight of her wearing all of that clothing being wet and starting to freeze, by well, the way. I'm going to end this with just think about this. Not only did she cheat on her rich fiancé, but there was absolutely nobody to prove that she cheated on her rich fiancé, and she ran out with the biggest and the largest, most expensive thing there was. So the whole story is about this chick that gets a side piece of dick and manages to get by with it. Homeboy is so good. He got her to steal from her fiance, and they died together. I mean, come on! Like, yeah, that that movie, that entire storyline is where Kanye West Gold Digger even came yeah, from, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's also what can happen when you be a dick. <laughs>